Welcome to the MFR Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how you can create a six-figure MFR practice. I'm your host, Heather Hommel. Not only have I been practicing MFR for 11 years, I'm also a life and business coach, especially for MFR therapists. My goal is for you to understand how to get fully booked, how to talk to your clients, and how to make sure they understand what's possible for them with MFR treatment. I'm here to help you stop under earning, overworking, and burning out. I'll lend support so you can create the MFR practice you've always wanted. Learn how you can do it too, even if you live in a tiny town, and even if you're just starting out, and even if you've ran your practice for years. Let's go. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the MFR Coaches Podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about selling MFR, which is one of my absolute favorite topics. I used to dread the idea of selling anything to anyone, even though I've always been involved in sales type things. Like for instance, back when I was in my twenties, I sold pampered chef and I've sold Melaleuca and I've tried to sell something called Zango juice. So I've always liked the idea of being able to help people with whatever it was I was doing, right? And to help people, you usually have to sell them something. You're either selling them a product or you're selling them a service. You are selling them on something. And I think for many people, we get caught up in the idea that sales are gross and we shut down and we don't learn how to get good at it. So we just avoid it. And we put the burden on our clients to want what we have and to just take it without us having to do any efforting. To get really good at selling MFR, you first have to understand your own beliefs about what is possible for people when they get MFR from you. Being really clear about your thoughts about your limitations is extremely important. I recently asked my students in my coaching group to tell me all the things they think about themselves as therapists. They are just like you. We are all MFR therapists trying to do our best, trying to help all the people. And at the same time, we are feeling insecure and confused and not very good about some of the things that really matter and that are the things that will help us grow our businesses. So my coaching students are looking at these types of things on purpose and making it normal to be radically responsible for all of their results in their lives and businesses, both the ones that they like and the results that they don't like. I'm going to list out all of the thoughts that they came up with for you to hear. I want you to hear these and see how much you can relate to them and how much you believe these thoughts are actually just the truth for you. Some of these sound like, I'm a beginner. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm trying too hard. I can't get out of my head. I don't deserve this money. I suck and need to sell MFR more. I'm not doing enough to improve my business. I just jacked up my rates and now I'm really expensive. I'm lame and boring. People will find out I don't know shit about anything other than kids, MFR, and PT. Who do I think I am not taking insurance and charging this much money for one-hour sessions? My clients will probably pick someone less expensive that takes insurance. I don't know enough about MFR. I definitely don't know how to sell MFR. I don't think I should be paid this much money for what I do. I should give them more for their money. I need to run a commercial space to be taken seriously. Sometimes I feel more like a caretaker than a business owner. There's always something between me 
and fully booked. Me and fully booked and fully healthy. I'm never going to be fully booked. I've just not been the type of person to think big. I mainly think that I'm not good enough. I don't have a problem with the money part of it. I just have lots of thoughts about my skill level. When people tell me I'm good, I look at them like they are crazy as hell. I still briefly doubt my skills, but then work to remind myself of all the positive outcomes I've had. I'm not enough. Only a few people would pay me my full price for a 60-minute session. I'm charging too much. If they don't feel significant results immediately, they are going to think MFR doesn't work. I feel an added pressure to deliver big results. As you can see, there's a lot of drama about money in a lot of these thoughts. And a lot of drama about skill level and a lot of drama about being good enough and a lot of drama about performance. So I just want you out there listening to think about where am I also having this drama and it's just going unchecked. I'm just believing that these are facts that I can't charge what I want, that people are going to have huge expectations. I've got to rent a fancy space. I'm never going to be fully booked. I'm never going to know enough. I'm never going to feel confident to do these things. If you are not where you want to be in your MFR practice, you very likely are having some sort of combination of these exact thoughts going on in your own brain. Only they're running over and over and over again unchecked. Your awareness around these thoughts is key to changing your practice and your life forever. When you are clear about what is story and what is fact, you'll spend less time worrying about your skill level, less time avoiding people, and less time thinking you aren't good enough. And you'll start to treat people more of the time. And you'll start to believe you can treat anyone who walks in your door. When you're having thoughts that aren't helpful without noticing, and even while you're noticing them a little bit, it does affect your ability to raise your rate, to make policies that help your business run easier, and it delays you. You won't take the action steps to create a fully booked schedule. You'll have anxiety and low patience and feel overwhelmed or stuck. I want to share this example I had a one of my coaching students tell me about the other day. She said that she was seeing this other MFR therapist and this MFR therapist did not want to treat her anymore. And at first it started out the therapist not wanting to charge her and being really uncomfortable and awkward when she was treating her. And this is a big problem and I want you to check in with yourself and make sure that you aren't creating the same outcome for yourself. If you are a therapist that is lucky enough to get to treat other therapists, I want you to think about it in that way. Like how amazing is that, that you have another therapist coming to you, trusting you with their care and all they want is your help. But if you are thinking that you're not good enough, that you can't even charge them, that they know more than you do, and that you shut down and eventually tell them that you can't treat them anymore because you're intimidated, you're losing and you are creating the part where that other therapist who's coming to you with that trust, you're telling them no. You are deciding not to treat someone who is asking for your help because you're not willing to feel uncomfortable. And that's just not okay. So make sure you are not doing that and make sure you're not showing up to your clients in that way too. Like if someone comes in with something complicated or something you haven't treated before, don't decide you don't know what you're doing. You are smart enough to know when you need to refer out for some other medical reason. 
but don't decide you don't know how to treat babies or the elderly just because you haven't done it before. Don't decide you can't treat professional athletes just because you haven't done it before and you're intimidated. Don't decide that you have to overperform in order to get someone to buy from you. That is just not true. So this therapist tapping out ahead of time, deciding not to charge, it doesn't help that therapist to feel any better. And it, it definitely adds on a layer of resentment into the mix. So just make sure you're not doing this at all. Eventually that therapist told my student that she could no longer treat her. She was too intimidated and couldn't do it. She decided for my student that her feelings of intimidation were more important than treating a patient who was ready, willing, and able to get treated and to pay for it. This therapist, this student therapist of mine insisted on paying for it, right? And this other therapist was like, nope. So don't shut down completely and deny treatment to someone you can learn from, who you can practice expanding your ability to treat with. While you're having uncomfortable thoughts about yourself, you can still grow your ability to treat people and get results, even when you are feeling intimidated. It's just a sad turnout all around what happened in this case. So again, if this is you, don't do this. Reevaluate your thoughts and your beliefs. Stop judging yourself so harshly and understand that you are responsible for treating patients and getting good at it, even when you are feeling intimidated and not good enough. Imagine what your patient journey is from start to finish when you think you don't know enough or you think you aren't good enough, when you think you charge too much, and when you're worried if you can deliver results. You don't show up in your power or your confidence to help. You show up kind of vulnerable and defeated, and clients can smell that from a mile away. When clients finally come to us, they are most likely already feeling defeated or worse, medically traumatized from whatever battles they've been through in mainstream medical misadventures. If they come to you and you are not doing the work to have a clean and clear headspace to feel confident and capable and have a clear process to help them, you are just creating more of the same mediocre services that they can get anywhere else. So I challenge you to get clear on your stories about yourself to start looking at the difference between story and fact in the thoughts in your brain and to learn how to overcome this. You are highly skilled. You have what people want and need. People will pay your rate. In fact, 100% of your clients will pay your rate. You have to get out of your own way again and again and again. You can help people. People want what you have to offer. You help people. You get people out of pain. You can get really good at selling MFR. You are a boss. You are a CEO. You know what you are doing. You can even love yourself and your skill level and be proud right here, right now. Don't wait to be proud. Be proud and confident right now. If you don't know what it feels like or don't know how to get to these places where you can have these thoughts about yourself on purpose, this is your opportunity to know that this is where I can help you. I do this every day in group coaching. We take simple concepts like understanding what your self-concept is, and then we learn how to grow that self-concept ahead of the outcome you want, like ahead of becoming the therapist who has a six-figure MFR business. Who do you need to be ahead of time? You learn how to do this and how to break down selling MFR into steps that you can evaluate and perfect over and over again until selling MFR and being fully booked is just your reality. 
you do it over and over again. You learn how to love it in the process. You learn how to love yourself and understand yourself and how to take that radical responsibility without beating yourself up. Your clients get better and faster results when you do this work on yourself. It's work beyond just your basic MFR skills because you can have great teaching from John and all of the MFR staff, but if you don't do the inner work, your outer gifts won't get where you want them to go. And that is my wish for all MFR therapists is to get your gifts where you want them to go, to have confidence and the power to get out there and meet people, tell them you're an MFR therapist and make offers to help people and make the world a better place because people are getting out of pain, having less pain and having amazing experiences because you're willing to offer that to them. I want to let you know about something I have coming up. I'm going to be doing a live training January 23rd, 2023. We're going to start at 4 p.m. Central. So get that on your schedule right now. During this live and free training, you are going to learn how to spot and overcome objections. Objections are just reasons why people don't buy. And when you learn this and you aren't caught off guard by objections and really understand your own objections beforehand, you'll be able to help anyone you sell MFR to, to overcome the objections that they have that are keeping them from getting the treatment that will make them feel better and get out of pain. I want every MFR therapist to have this skill set. So again, that's happening at 4 p.m. Central, January 23rd you can expect it to last about two hours. This is going to be a totally free training and a chance for you to also get coached and get behind the scenes to look at what it's like to work with me in group coaching. Enrollment for February group coaching is going to start immediately after that class. And you can just get all of your questions answered and get ready to join. January 23rd through 27th is going to be the open enrollment for February group coaching. February group coaching will start February 7th and run through April 13th. So I want to see you there at that live and free training. I'm so excited to help you overcome objections. It's going to be awesome. I'll see you next week on another episode of the MFR Coaches Podcast. Bye. Thanks for joining me today. My goal is to help all MFR therapists stop under earning and burning out. I have several resources available for you. Read my book, The MFR Coach's Guide to Having Your Own MFR Business, available on Amazon and at Advanced John Barnes MFR Seminars. Keep listening to the podcast. I'll always have fresh content each and every week. Join my group coaching program. Enrollment opens four times per year. We take all the information I teach and lay down the foundation for your six-figure MFR business. It's more than just raising rates, but you'll make that the hardest part. Then expand into the business owner who delivers your rate like it's just the news and who can sell MFR to anyone in any situation. I'll show you how. Get on my email list, follow me on social media at the MFR coach and visit my website for more information on group enrollment, the MFR Thanks for listening and I'll see you next week.